Welcome to Free Fall RC Podcast. Welcome to another episode of Free Fall RC Podcast. I'm Steve, and here with me is Kevin. Hey, guys. Andy. Hey, now. And Ian. Hey, what's up, guys? All right, we got two special guest hosts on the show. We got Dan Murnane and Tom Shen. Hey, what's up? All right, what's up, guys? All right. This is episode 313, Nitro Raw HD with Dan and Tom in the morning. Kind of Dan and Tom in the morning. <laughs> Dan and Tom in the morning. Yes, yeah, a little bit long, but all right. Let's catch up with everyone's week first. Uh, who wants to go? Not me. I can go since I have so much written down. I have not flown any this week. I did not sim. I did build on the Spectre V2 a little bit. I'm going kind of slow at it. Not quite Steve Shaw slow, but pretty well, slow nonetheless. I'm maybe half done. Um, but I did get, thanks to a listener, I or was able to order a bunch of Revelectrix bump tags. Nice. Nice. Yeah, I found, um, nice. had one guy give me a contact overseas and was kind of, half pursuing that but not really because i kind of didn't want to deal with it but some listeners posted on facebook uh, a link to jag rc j a let's see yeah j a c j a g r c (laughs) you'd think i would know what i was talking about but i really don't uh I'll find a link. But anyway, this is um, uh, Greg and Jenny Alderman's company up in Muncie, Indiana. And they had just posted on Facebook that they had a bunch that they were going to sell and to, you know, till they run out of stock. So I snagged some of those. And a uh, guy I was talking with, Stephen, I think he ended up ordering some from there as well. Since they were in the U.S., it was just going to be easier to get a hold of. They were a little bit more per tag, but not too much. And I already got them. They uh, they come in the mail yesterday. Ordered them, oh, I wow. think, on Thursday. So I stocked up. Got a pretty good little bit. Should do me for a while. Should do me till my bump controller quits working, which, you know, could be next week. Who knows? Yeah, dude, I was listening to last week's show, and you were like, yeah, I could sure use a couple hundred of them. And I'm like, or a hundred of them. And I'm like, a hundred? What the hell does he need a hundred of them for? Well, since, you know, it may not be able to get them ever again, unless I can find somebody to make some or something, and I'm too stupid to figure that part out. I don't know shit about NFC tags. So yeah. I was like, might as well get enough to do me the next 10 years. Yeah, because pushing buttons sucks. It does. So I'm not, not everyone's smart like you, Kevin, and can just program shit and make what they need. Not everyone can make an R2-D2. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Some of us are just idiots like Ian. We don't know Some how to do anything. Some of us have to buy it. Oh, come on. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Ian, you're the gunk yeah. droid of the show. Gunk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow. But yeah, so I haven't done a tremendous amount. 
I kind of broke my flying streak. I've kind of got really busy with farm work this week because the weather's been nice. So kind of catching up on that. Uh, and I'm trying to get ready for a chill out next week. I just realized today that I've got a shit ton of stuff I need to do the camper to have it ready. So, oh, yeah, you were talking about that last week. Yeah. Yeah, I talk about it every week, but then I don't actually do anything to like two days before. <laughs> I'm like, oh, fuck, I got all this shit to do. Yeah. So I got to get uh, over We remember gotta the fi- gasser. Got to finish this heli, maiden it, hopefully. So have you nicknamed the camper the Hirobo Shuttle? Something you talk about every week, but yeah. it never gets finished. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's actually nice. a really good idea, Kevin. Thanks. Nice. Poor Ian. Can't get a break around here. Right now. No, not at all. <laughs> but that's it. Speaking of Ian, what you been up to? Uh, I have been working like fucking mad. Like... I literally been working straight for like the past, you know, two or three weeks and then I finally got a day off. Well, reluctantly, uh, I ended up catching a stomach bug. So it's like I was off work for a couple of days while I got over that mess. Wait, reluctantly? No I, uh, I mean, you caught it on purpose, but you didn't want to? No, no I didn't want to take the day off. I mean. I, I just wanted to work straight through. He didn't want to take through. the day yeah. off, but he had to take the day off because he was reluctantly... Well, he said he reluctantly issue. called a stomach right. bug, so I didn't know what he was saying. Yeah. Sorry, well, go ahead. It, go either flying? way, I was off for a couple of days. Did not okay. go flying. Ah. Yeah, I was at home, sick as a dog. Um, and then I ended up getting scheduled off today because they overstaffed, and... Which worked out great because I needed to put new brakes on the on the Jeep. So that's the only wrenching I've done. I did not fly. I was on Discord, which that was. I'll let Kevin tell tell y'all on that one. But I, there was a quite a hefty list of people that were on there. Some that were never on there before. Um. Other than that, um, just I. Uh, Posted my uh, 550X for sale. Uh, hopefully somebody buys that because I want to see that thing go through an RCHO combat. So, mm. yeah. Um, How don't badly really need... do you want to see that go through an RCHO combat? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you sell it to wants me. to buy it and put it. You sell it to me cheap enough, then I will definitely put it through RCHO combat. <laughs> you know. I'll get a motor. Oh, I'll find something to work in there. I got some old servos to fit in there. <laughs> we'll yeah, make it work. On... <laughs> we just have to fly once. I mean, true, true. And if somebody wants to buy it for you know whatever, it's like it's up for sale. Uh, it's just let's give the, it, let's the give 580 raw. Yeah, and it's so like, how um, much is whatever? Let's <laughs> uh, all pull twenty bucks. For... Let's do it. Oh, <laughs> I posted it for two hundred. Hey, twenty bucks is twenty bucks. Mm-hmm. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, no, I don't really need it anymore since like uh, the five eighty raw is coming out, and you know I'm I'm more drawn to go- goblins than anything. So, um, so yeah, it's like I'm probably just gonna go ahead unload that and then just get myself a, a raw five eighty. 
And then uh, I'm also going to be posting my uh, 470 here soon. So I'm just kind of do away with the T-Rexes and you know go with what I like flying, which is goblins. Uh, as far as my week, that's pretty much what it's been. Cool. Cool. Who wants to go next? Dude, I'll go next. So I hit the sim on Friday night, like you was saying. Uh, that was a lot of fun. Got a chance to talk to Mark Ritchie again from nice. Australia. And, you know, a lot of the usual suspects were there. And there was one guy there that I was actually semi-delighted to see or to talk to. Not much. I, I, was delighted to, I was delighted to talk to him, but I wasn't delighted to hear him too much. Bill Ann. <laughs> Bill Ann was there for like an hour. Oh, okay. oh man. And oh, I said man. at one point, Bill, this is like the first time probably since I've been in Florida that I really wish I had a drink in my hand. Uh, that <laughs> I was talking to him for like an hour. But it was good to talk to Bill. He's doing all right. And uh, Cliff Lewis was there and Cliff Lewis let him have it for not posting a video that... You know, Cliff was like, where's my video? I can never post my video. He just posted it, though. I know. That's why I posted. Well, I guess that's one way to get Bill to post a video about you. You know, mm. join Discord Friday night and yell at him. Mm-hmm. So that's what he did. <laughs> but simming was fun. I've been enjoying the sim, you know, as usual. And been working on the four-point TikToks. And, yeah, man. So, uh, you know, went out to the field on Saturday. And I'm still... It's, it's funny because I do like I start out tail down. I'll do one to the right and then I go in the clockwise direction or counterclockwise direction. So I'll, I'll go to the right and then I go back to the left and then I go around and I was able to do a couple like, you know, points, like maybe eight points or nine points and, you know, and then just go into something else. But it's it's been pretty cool. I'm really comfortable nice. with the nose down. And that was something that I kind of worked on on and off and just one day I was like, okay, I can do it, you know, type of thing. But I was doing, I got like a lot of flights in on Saturday. Um, got out there around 10 and was supposed to meet up with Steve and Steve was, I was at one point I was like, dude, did you mean you were coming today or, or not? Or what's the story? <laughs> Cause by the time he showed up, it was like one thirty, and, uh, wow, him geez. and buzz showed up and all the plankers had gone home and I got like probably, you know, 10 to 12 flights in the entire day which was which was cool nice i had a um issue with the 690 like uh just rpm or a, no it wasn't rpm it was a telemetry issue from the ui sensor so i kind of flew on like a timer and then i gotta find one of those longer cables i, I got actually got to test it out to make sure that that's the problem but i'm kind of sure it's either the ui sensor went or the cable to the to the neo went um because i was getting no battery telemetry at all but it was no no big thing. Like I said, I flew on a timer for a little bit. But I was doing some. It was funny at one point. You know, how I normally do my like left, my right to left, like little deal where I'm flying backwards and I flip it inverted and then I go into something either side TikTok or I kind of like funnel around inverted and flip it back over. And at one point I did one of those, but then when I came out of it, I kind of did something really cool. Like it was really slow and I kind of like flipped it around. I was doing flippy shit and then I went right back into it again. I was like, oh, that was cool. I got to try that again. And I couldn't do it again. I don't know what the hell I did. <laughs> I was like, damn it. I got to start recording my my flights because you do shit like that. And you're like, what was that? I don't know. 
I can't do it again. Um, but yeah, flying was good Saturday, and then Sunday I said to myself, I want to try and get a damn 3D printer working in the garage, and uh, got one of my 3D printers going, the one that I built myself, and that came out really good. Um, it was kind of like redoing everything because I had lost, not lost, but the print the PC that I was using had to reload like Pronterface, which is the free program that controls the printer, and then I had to reload like a slicing program on there, which is Ultimaker, and then I had to remove all the G code that kind of is for, you know, your generic printers. So it wasn't doing like I don't home anything. I kind of like reset it before I start printing because I was too lazy to put in all the home and safety switches and all that stuff. And uh, and it was printing. It was trying to print. It was pooping out filament. And I'm like, what the hell? Why isn't this thing going right? And then I finally figured out, well, you got to have the filament size correct. I was trying to print three <laughs> millimeters <laughs> with a 1.75. Yeah, so oh. I'm like, it's extruding. And I'm like, it's extruding the right amount, like 25 millimeters. I like marked it off and I'm like measuring it. I'm like, okay. But then when it came to print, it was just like poop, poop, poop. I'm like, why is it doing that? I was like, it's got to be That's something funny. easy. And I checked it. And I was like, yeah, because I was starting from scratch. But it was cool. I was I was happy to get like something going, you know, like something printing. Yeah, uh, nice. Not that I have anything to print real quick, but, you know, it was, yeah, it was cool. It was a good weekend. Productive. So what about you, Steve? What have you been up to? Um... A bunch of stuff. So I'll break up the three things, bought, flew, and, and wrench. Um, okay. So, yeah, bought some stuff. Uh, I picked up a, a used, used DJI Mavic Air 2. Um, I wanted to get a flying camera. I've been talking about it. So I just found one on uh, Facebook Marketplace, and it was, it was right here in Fredericksburg. So I met up with a guy and picked one up. Um, came with a nice case and everything. Nice. So. Nice. Um, and then... More recently, I ordered some raw nitro parts, and I'll talk about that a little bit later why. Um, but I did fly. I flew on Friday afternoon. Um, I, um, you know, the kids were off for school, and so I was like, okay, it's good. I'm going to take a half day today, and I dragged them to the field. <laughs> nice. Y'all got to get outside. So I dragged them to the field, and um, I got quite a bit of flights in um i think almost i, I pretty much went through a gallon on the nitro so about six flights on that and then i did i did three on the my orange cream school <laughs> raw the orange and um white raw that i have now mm-hmm. oh how'd that fly man how'd that look in the air uh, the skies are like it was perfect skies it was windy as fuck it was super windy, but like the skies were perfectly blue and clear, so like it popped. Oh, okay. it, just, it was very visible. Um, we'll see when it gets a little bit more gloomy out and gray right. out. We'll see how it looks, but yeah, in the skies that I flew it in, I mean, I have a video on on YouTube. You can see it. It's you can see the boom. You can see the heli pretty well. I, I want to nickname it Push Pop because it reminds mm. me of a Push Pop <laughs> or Push Up, whatever you call them. Push Up orange sherbet thing with a white stick out the bottom yeah yeah what was that there's a push push up push yeah, pop it was, something. yeah it was push something like that and they even have flintstone ones i remember as a kid oh, i, I <laughs> didn't get the fancy flintstones ones yeah just a kroger brand yeah we he had, had sherbet on a stick to buy walmart brand or some shit <laughs> <laughs> but yeah yeah push pop yeah 
Oh, I gotta look that up. But um, beyond that, let me see. Yeah, I did fly the uh, the raw three four times, and then I flew the five eighty. Um, I only have one eight S pack, so I only did one flight, and I didn't bring a charger or anything. Um, but then the next day, <laughs> I went flying again. Actually, not the next day, not Saturday. It was uh, Sunday. Mm-hmm. Day was shitty out but I, I was like screw it i'm gonna go out and fly a little bit anyways and um i brought some planes with me <laughs> so recently i put a a v-bar mini a mini v-bar in a ft sparrow a little foam you know dollar tree foam board plane mm-hmm. and so nice. i got that set up um i also have uh an efx racer that i put a new motor in so I got that fixed up, and I wanted to take that out. Um, I fixed my M2 Neo, so I was like, oh, let me go fly that, and I'll bring that out. And I also brought out my Oxy-4 scale, um, the heli that I'm using as the scale bird, um, to test the mechanics, make sure. Um, I changed some things around, like the way that the tail servo mounts on it to be able to tuck it into the fuselage. So I wanted to test fly before I actually stuck it in there. Um, and then my, my Nitro uh, RAW. So I started with the FT Sparrow, and like, I I don't know, like it wasn't trimmed out. It just it wasn't balanced either. I don't know. The CG was all off. I just chucked it. It like lasted thirty seconds in the not even maybe like two seconds in the air, and it crashed. I picked it up and threw it again, and I just kept on doing it. And I recorded the flight. I'll I'll post a video. I kept on doing it until basically it just it kept on nose diving into the ground <laughs> until it just ripped it through three pieces. And I'm like. All right, next. <laughs> so I put that away, <laughs> and I take out the um, the EFX racer. And I mean, Kevin might remember this. Like, I hated launching this thing. Like, it, it torque rolls a lot, you know. Um, yeah. So of course, like, and it has a V bar on there. It's a it's a neat, um, mini V bar as well in there, and like, it's no real trim. It's like you have the trim button where like it'll auto trim. So I'm trying to like auto trim it to give it some down elevator because I can't throw it and like then reach down. So I, I well, I was like, okay, whatever, full throttle. I chucked it, and as I'm trying to reach down, it like goes like this, and I couldn't I couldn't pull anything on the elevator. So it basically nose diving to the ground. Um, broke the prop. That's it. So that's fine. I'll buy another prop and, and I'll try it again. But um, yeah. This plane is like a, a speed, like it's a cafe racer or a racer style mm-hmm. plane. Yeah. And this is like, I'm, it's so funny now that I'm down in Florida and it's predominantly a bunch of old people at the flying field. I know mm-hmm. I got gray hair and I call these people old people, but they'll always be old to me. That's how you know they're they really old. Mm. Yeah. When I'm calling them old, <laughs> they're really old. <laughs> exactly. But there's a guy that, He's like Johnny Full Throttle. It's a guy named Ron, and and uh, he just everything he has is like a P fifty one. All right, three foot takeoff. <laughs> like he just floors it, uh-huh. and he's lost something. These are guys that got more money falling out of their ass than they know what to do with. So they smash the shit one week, and they go out and buy another one, and they smash it again the next week. It's just constant. Like you never take your eyes off them when when they're out there flying because it's always a show. Well, he has one of those things, and we were like, oh, shit, this is going to be good. A 100-mile-an-hour plane in this guy's hands, you know? Yeah. So he took it off. He took off. He threw it and, you know, was flying it around a little bit. And then they somebody started to say something to him as he's flying and, like, from the peanut gallery, from, like, way back in the pits. 
He literally stopped and turned around and started yelling at the guy. <laughs> yeah, we got and we're like, Ron, <laughs> look at your plane, dude. <laughs> and he got it back safe and everything. But like, wow, this is the show that goes on on a Saturday. It used to be like me and Mike were like the comedy team at the field and having a great time. Now it's just like show up and bring your popcorn and watch the dumb shit that happens week after week. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's a, it's a really quick cafe racer style plane. And mm-hmm. I remember that, Steve. I remember that was really quick plane. I wonder a lot if of you, fun you had with it. If you tried to launch it at like half throttle or something, what would it do? Yeah. Not have enough power to climb out or would it maybe not torque as bad? Yeah, I don't know. Probably would help just having someone else throw it as well. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, but there's got to be a way Um, you can do it yourself. Maybe you need to add a, um, I don't know, preload. I could try turning the gains on too and make it like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Make the gyro try to do it, right? Mm -hmm. But yeah, I haven't really messed with that much. Um, But whatever. It's an airplane. Who cares? Um, And then after that, I flew the M2 Neo and I was having a good time with that little helicopter but it was so windy and and anything when you unload on that m2 or the leo the logo 200 it, it likes to like do a little t- tail whip so yeah i lost it broke the servo arm and and so that ended that flight um the oxy4 it's a scale heli took it off went back and forth set it up nice and easy so that's fine and then and then i started flying the the flying camera a little bit around the you know the the field and everything, just trying to like get used to it. And then I kind of parked it, and and I was like, oh, I'm gonna fly to to raw nitro. I'll, I'll do some B-roll stuff, or whatever. And I was flying to raw nitro, and I was having fun with it. And probably about like a minute and a half in the flight, um, of course off the frame from the the flying camera, but um, yeah, I saw my tail hub just or my whole tail, not the whole tail. Your tail hub, your tail, you know shaft just kind of fly off the helicopter with the blades and everything and and then you know and i'm like oh it's pirouetting now <laughs> that's fun um I, I did notice something when i was flying and it's one of these things that i've kind of i don't know i've gotten to a point in the flying where like i notice it like i'm flying i'm doing my maneuvers and i'm like i'll do a tail whip and i'll kind of know the, the rate that the tail's gonna go and if it's off by a little it makes me question it for a second and that's when i like start doing tail whips you know and like Pushing on the tail to see what happens, and and I did that, and that's when the tail was like, "Whoop, bye." <laughs> so the disc was flat. I, you know, hit throttle, hold all it down, no damage, no nothing. You know, um, found the pulley and and the tail shaft and everything, no damage. There's like a little nick on the blade, on the tail blade from it, I guess, hitting something when it got ejected. But uh, yeah, it was fine. Lucky you um, found the pulley. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it felt like right next to the thing. It just wow. like popped off and just all fell. It was it was pretty uh yeah it was pretty interesting. Um I never get that lucky. No. I wish <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, me neither. Usually yeah. it's like somewhere over there and I call it a loss because I don't even bother looking, you know. But um yeah, I lucked out and but it sucked because I usually I would I would have recorded the flight and but because I was flying that stupid drone and I was using my phone, I couldn't record that flight, so um but yeah, it's fine. I, I did take it apart. Um, basically, I just have to replace everything's fine on it. Basically, set screw, I guess, just backed out. That's what it looks like to me. Um, I need to get a bearing on the hub. That bearing, I guess, when the thing got ejected out, kind of like 
tweaked it and it fell apart. So that's, you know, I popped that out and I got an order in. So VK Hobby. So I should be getting new. Um, I, I bought a whole, just like new hub, tailcase. I bought a whole bunch of stuff just to kind of rebuild it. Um, you know, just have it rebuilt. Just because it did go flying without the helicopter and hit the ground. So I don't know if anything might be damaged or not. Mm, and then I did some more wrenching on the scale heli. Um, that little 450, the Oxy-4. Um, I've pretty much cut the frame so I could fit the thing. <laughs> so it fits in there. And I just, now i got some pieces of little uh, hobby-grade plywood that I'm going to start building up a little framing for so I can put, like, actually mount it in the, the scale helicopter fuselage. And then, uh, yeah, hopefully give it a try and see if it flies. Get it all set up. Cool. Nice, dude. Nice. A lot of stuff. All right. Uh, Tom, what have you been up to? And then we'll go to Dan and then go right into the main topic. I actually got to fly. Um, This past weekend, I got a few flights on the Electric Raw. I got a couple flights on the uh, Nitro Raw HD. Mm -hmm. Um, The past couple times that I went to try and get some videos, I either forgot the hat mount or I was pointed all messed up. And even this time around, I, yeah, it was the angle was fine on the electric raw. And I guess mm-hmm. I bumped it when I was on the um, on my lift gate. Mm-hmm. When I was standing up, it might have bumped and tilted it up a little bit because when I went to review it, I was like, oh man, like you can barely see the helicopter like at the bottom of the screen. I'm like, yeah, I like skims the screen on the bottom. It's like, oh. yeah. So I mean, whatever. I posted it. It's there. Uh, that's about the only video I was able to get decent with uh, the raw HD so um, that's about it I just got send me that video I bet I can uh, I can work some stuff with it you, you want the raw video yeah if you send me the raw video I can probably edit it and make it so you can see the helicopter a lot better and you know watch it okay cool cool all right and uh, Dan yeah um, so this past weekend, we actually got some decent weather, and I wound up off work early Friday, so I got out flying Friday afternoon for the first time since, I think, New Year's, because it's just oh, wow. been, like, cold and rainy and shitty up here. Wow. Uh, so I took my Diablo Nitro out and my Nitro HD, and so I put the Diablo up about 30 seconds from the end of the pack, it just starts like slowly pirouing. I'm like, I'm not telling it to do that. Hmm. And it starts drifting off, and I'm like, I'm gonna kill the engine. Nothing happens. Oh no! I had zero control. Oh, just watched it go in, uh, bounce through a nice uh, big mud puddle in the field. So the the entire oh. thing is coated in mud. Oh, um, it landed behind you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it uh, it landed basically straight on the head under power. Um, I, I posted that pic in Hangouts. Um, that's the bearing that split on the the mm-hmm. top of the bearing block. The bottom bearing that holds the main shaft is just completely gone. Um, it looks like it punched through the bearing support when it hit something like that. Oh, um, but the, uh, it was almost out of gas when it hit. So the engine just kind of shut off after sitting there spinning for a bit. 
Um, pipe looks fine. Frames look good. I think the servos, like all the links broke on the servos, I think the servos are going to be all right. So depending how bad it is between the frames is probably not that bad, but it's probably pretty bad. Um, so that was a good first flight in like a month and a half. Um, so after that, I got out the Nitro HD, doing some governor setup testing with that, um, trying to get the Futaba governor to play nice. I um, think I got that figured out now, but I was having some, like, it wouldn't do the RPM I wanted. I think I had some mismatch between the thing, the radio and the gyro settings, but I think mm -hmm. that's good now. Um, I got one flight video to that. I posted a little clip of that, too. Um, so, yeah, things flying good. Um, otherwise, uh, Saturday I did some trailer prep for chill out. Um, just taking care of some stuff. Because it was warm but windier, so I didn't really feel like going out flying. And otherwise, just trying to keep moving forward on getting the uh, HD finished. All right. Cool. Sweet. Yeah, we'll get into that. We'll talk about that. Um, first, let's get to know Dan a little. Um, it is Dan's first time officially on the show and not on a live show here. So, um, yeah, let's go with some questions here. First of all, where are you located? I'm up northwest of Baltimore in Maryland. Nice. How long have you been in the hobby? Uh, I think about 10 or 11 years now. Wow. Nice. It, it adds up. Mm -hmm. Time flies when you're having fun. Yep. So yep. they say. Or when you're not, you know, the past couple of years. <laughs> <laughs> the For case some reason, be. I thought you said Tom flies when you're having fun. And I'm well, like, that too. Okay. Yeah. That, that makes sense. <laughs> that too. <laughs> that works. <laughs> awesome. Um, do you fly only helis or do you fly planks or in drones um, or motors? I'd, I've had planes off and on. I have like a like a QQ extra or something. Nice. nice. To fly it once in a while when I feel like it. Um, I'll go through like you know, bring it out to the field for a couple weekends and then just let it sit for a couple months. Yeah. You know how it goes. As you should. But <laughs> I, I started with helis and I've been basically all helis the whole time. Nice. nice. Um, started with helis, wow. So what got you interested in the hobby then? Um, so I think I was probably about seven in my grandparents' basement looking around, and they had one of those old, um, it's like the Cox uh, Cobra or whatever. Yeah, a little, motor on little the top. propeller on the top, and yeah. you start it up, and it would go up, and then freewheel down. I think that thing ran once, but you know it was cool, and I was like, "Hey, that's kind of neat." And then you right. know, it ran once, and it sat in the basement for years. And then one year for Christmas, Woot had those little, um, like a three pack of those like foam helicopter things mm -hmm. that you could get at a mall kiosk, and I got those for my brothers, and I was like, "Those are kind of cool." And then I got a one of the SEMA coaxials to mess around with. And I was like, I wonder what else is out there. <laughs> Found Heli Freaking just went straight down the rabbit hole. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> awesome. So I worked my way up the blade helis. Um, you know, the Nano, the 
130X, a couple of those, and yeah. got some clone 450s, a couple 500s, 700s, and then I got into Nitro, and then I got a fly bar. <laughs> <laughs> That's all she wrote. <laughs> Did it kind of backwards from most people, yeah. I think, but, you know. I don't know. I think a lot of us start and go all the way up the line through the blades. Were you like I me? I just and, meant going uh, electric to nitro to fly bar. Most people did that the other well, way around. Yeah, that part. We've been in it longer. Each time you got a bigger one in the blades, did you say, okay, this is big, big as I'm going to go? Like, Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there was a but bit of two that. Two weeks later, you, you know, buy another one. Yeah, pretty much. It's like, you know, <laughs> I'd fly the nano around in my, my living room. And then I got yeah. like the, you know, kept burning motors out in it. So I put the brushless conversion on it and mm-hmm. it didn't really work well either. Mm-hmm. Then I got a 130X for some mm-hmm. reason, dumped way too much money into that. Mm-hmm. Cause the 130 would fly well until you crashed it mm-hmm. yep. Then it would never work again. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, uh, I didn't realize that. So I dumped like, you know, the, the Lynx micro extreme heli, frame and extreme. micro yeah. heli and, Yep, I probably had a thousand dollars in one of those. It's just like <laughs> it's ridiculous. Not, not even worth it. And it still sucked. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's even worse. Yeah. I was going to say Dan's story sounds a lot like mine with the small Cox helicopters and mm-hmm. then the mall kiosks, the SEMA 107. Yeah. Then yep. the blade stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I remember when uh, when I got to the Blade 450 size, I was like, "Whoa, this this feels big. It's, it's loud yeah. and this and that and blah blah yeah. blah." Then you get your first kit, hell, and you're like, "The okay. the 450 <laughs> size wasn't that big, you know, relative going from the 130 to the 450 wasn't mm-hmm. you know that huge a jump. It didn't feel like. Yeah. But then I got a Galley X5, mm-hmm. and yeah, that's that way big. Mm-hmm. And that's a that's a true five too, right? It's not like yeah, that yeah, was, like was spinning five twenties, yeah. right? Yeah. So that felt really big. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, all right, let's see here. Um, so what do you do for a living? How do you support the hobby? Um, so I work IT, IT adjacent. Um, I did sysadmin stuff for a couple of years and then got into um, like system engineering, I guess, doing like software integration type stuff. So I've mm-hmm. been doing that for six or seven years now. Nice. Oh, you IT uh, guys. Yeah, I make the computer lights go blinky. I'm, I'm looking at the screen. There's six of us, and four of you got something to do with IT. Just me and Ian four, are here eight. hanging out. Four, like, one, two. I just do audio and video, dude. He's an AV guy. I'm an AV yeah, guy. It's I roll, close I roll the car into the class. He works yeah. with the computer. Hang it's, on. It's electronics, not so much computer. He works with a computer. <laughs> People call him to fix shit. It's it's all the same. <laughs> I'm actually surprised at how much IT stuff I'm actually doing. I think you do a lot of IT stuff. I think you're yeah. both. Quite a few <laughs> jobs are actually IT. Mm-hmm. I thought yeah, Ian was just IT. No, no, not yet. He's no. he's training. You'll uh, know, training. Tom. The internet will completely training. stop. Once he gets a computer. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, didn't expect the computer to shit out of motherboard. That's why they have uh, computers at Walmart. All right, uh, let's yeah. uh, let's move on. <laughs> 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 All right, Dad. Uh, who are you sponsored by? I know you got. I know 
Yeah, so I'm sponsored by Only Fine Helis. Um, yeah. Shannon's a great guy. He's been coming out, brings parts to events. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm happy to rep for him. Sure. Yeah. Support the people who support us, you know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Amen. Um, you know, do you sim? Um, yeah, I've been trying to sim off and on. You know, I'll, I'll go through like every day for a month and then put it down and not pick it up. But yeah, phases. Yeah. Yeah. Past, I don't know. Past couple weeks, I've been doing 10, 15 minutes a day. Cool. I'm you know, just messing around with stuff. I'm impressed you can go an entire month at a time. About a week is as long yeah. as I can keep it up. About two, three days for me. Mm-hmm. I try to like, <laughs> oh, I got this new maneuver in my head, and I'll try to do it, and I'm like, okay, yeah, I think I figured it out, and then that's it. I'll put it down. <laughs> yeah, and I'm not really working on any particular maneuver, just kind of like transitions and reversals and things. Mm-hmm. Dan, do you sim with the brightness like almost completely down? On your monitor, <laughs> just so you see the deal light. <laughs> so it's like kind of what you do in real life. No, although there was a while where the uh, it's on dark sunglasses. What was yeah. it? The like the alpha version of AccuRC had a bug on the T Rex where the entire model was invisible except the components. Oh, oh really? Nice. So you get like the, the, the disc. So you, you'd be flying the pipe on the nitro, and it's like, uh, that's all you got. That was fun. Nice. Awesome. Uh, you all, I guess you kind of alluded to it. Uh, what's your sim of choice? Uh, mostly AccuRC. Um, I started with Phoenix and did Next for a bit, and AccuRC seems like the most uh, reasonable to me yeah. next okay. next works mostly but it doesn't really air it it didn't it's been a while it's it didn't really do the translational lift mm-hmm. so like in a hurricane it would just kind of fall out of it which they don't do in real life so mm-hmm. i feel like accuracy did a better job with that kind of thing okay cool. um let's talk about your fleet what hell is do you have um besides the, the one behind you there <laughs> Oh, uh, let's see. So I have I have a 580 Nitro. I have a Spectre V2. I have a Nitro Raw. I have the Nitro Raw HD. I have a Diablo Nitro. I have a T-Rex 700 Flybar. Um, and then a handful of airframes sitting around. Nice. All right. And, uh... I guess let's talk about your supporting equipment, like radio, battery, charger, you know, those kind of type of things. Yeah. Um, radio, I've been flying the uh, Futaba 69Z recently, putting 760s on stuff. Um, I have an Icon on one. Um, flew V-Bar for a bunch of years and decided to see what else is out there. And I like the way the Futaba flies. So nice. and moving some stuff to that. Servos, I got a bit of everything. Um, expert MKS Futaba. I know. I think that's about it right now. I have a set of Tesla servos or whatever they're called that I haven't put in anything yet. Um, let's see. Batteries, I have whatever was cheap or available. <laughs> <laughs> you see the uh, back. 
<laughs> receiver packs. Yeah. We, we um, don't ask Dan what kind of batteries he runs. We ask him yeah. what kind of fuel he uses. Yeah. So I have a couple, uh, two or three cases of iron still sitting around, but I've been flying the full pull fuel. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nice. Nice. I got like a case of iron left. I'm, I'm, I'm almost done with full pull as well. So. Yeah, I have, I don't know, five or six cases still. So I'm good nice. for a bit, but yeah. Can I have to pick, uh, find somewhere else to get fuel before too long? Mm-hmm. Yep. Some boys on North Carolina, maybe. Yep. All right. Um, that's the normal stuff that we normally ask. Um, should we go right into the top 10 shotgun round real quick and kind of get that over with? Or should we go into the Nitro Raw HD? What should we do? Let's do the uh, the Nitro Raw HD before Tom falls asleep. And then we'll do the shotgun round mm. before we move on. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> All right. So let's talk about the Nitro Raw HD or just Nitro HD. I don't know what you guys calling it. The Nitro HD is what I've been calling it. Yeah. No. No. Yeah, I made it. I get to name it. No. No, you're wrong. Um, <laughs> that's all right. <laughs> um, yeah, so to, it's... I was trying to convince Dan to name it uh, N-Thang. N-Thang. <laughs> N-Thang. <laughs> uh, that's more wrong, but okay. I see where you're going. <laughs> I see why Night you won't thing. get a name now. <laughs> uh, so what made you want to do this? Well, t- wait, or first, like, tell us what yeah. it is. Yeah. What yeah, so is a Nitro Raw HD or a Nitro HD, whatever the hell it is? So it's or the um, the powertrain transmission uh, tail off of the electric raw with the Nitro front end bolted onto it, basically. Okay. Um, and so what that gets you... Um, is beefier main shaft, beefier spindle, beefier tail hub, mm-hmm. at the boom. cost of a few ounces. Yeah. I think it was four or five ounces different. Okay. So more robust at the expense of more weight. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Not much um, more weight. No, it, it was less than I was expecting, honestly, with the amount of like things that are smaller on the standard nitro. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, so I was pleasantly surprised by that. Nice. Um, so how much of it is like raw? How much of it is kind of your? I mean, obviously like the whole front end is, is you know still the nitro. Raw yeah. Nitro, so the um, like what's different about it? What's customized? The only custom piece on it is the upper frames. The upper frames. Okay. Upper frames and a couple frame spacers. Yep. Um, the uh, like the main bearing plate is a different width, um, mm-hmm. so it needs to get spaced out a little differently to fit that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's a spacer to make the motor bolt up because that's narrower, and okay. that's really it. Um, okay. I think my frame set didn't work like this but i think tom's did i think um when the nitro came out sab revised the lower frames Mm -hmm. so i think they're the same part between the nitro and the the electric um so if you have a new enough electric it's the same part 
and if not, you have to go buy those too. But otherwise, yeah, it's some extra uh, holes drilled out for it. That's yeah, they, there's a couple extra holes, they, yeah. but the the top mounting spacing is all the same. Yeah. Yep. You so, can tell when you get for the stickers as well. Like stickers have like the extra holes and stuff. And you're like, okay. Yeah. All right, I need to. So, what do you do? Do you take an electric? And convert it to this, or do you take a nitro? You take the electric, um, and then you have to get buy like the, the frames, uh, and then you got to buy the, the clutch stack and the all that clutch stuff. Clutch stack and the tank, and okay, yeah, and that's not too bad, right? It's just a uh, you're talking about the motor mount, your fan shroud, motor mount, fan shroud, clutch stack, mm-hmm. yeah. motor belt. Um, what about what about gearing? Does anything change with that? Like, is the um, nitro no? Yeah, so I got lucky on that. Um, the uh, the nitro comes with a twenty seven tooth and gives you eight point mm-hmm. You can go up or down a tooth to go to seven eight and eight two, I think, or seven seven and eight three, something like that. Um, the electric with a twenty six tooth is eight point one five. So that's right in the range you want to be for most motors. If you got a one twenty, you can stick the twenty seven in there, and it's like seven eight. Um, if it was any farther off, I was going to have to find a bigger main pulley to make that work. Yeah. But the 26 tooth puts you in the right range. So don't have to do any of that. Okay, cool. Awesome. And then it's the, uh, you probably could have used a nitro pulley. No, the nitro pulley smaller. Is it? Yeah, Yeah. Cause the, the main gear and pinion are different on the nitro as well. Oh yeah. So it's like a 56 tooth on the nitro and a 58 on the electric or something like that. Um, so slightly different, but you can get close enough to be reasonable. And then the only other real difference is it's using the black nitro t- uh, motor belt, which is a little longer just to shift the motor that bit farther forward for my, CG. Yeah, that was my next yeah, question is how did the uh, CG work out with the, the bigger tail components? Yeah, so I'm, the motor up. I'm using the same receiver pack, and they both CG perfect with the mm-hmm. 2500-2S or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Nice. With or without a canopy? Can you use a canopy? Without. Yeah, so that that's one of the things I've been working on. If I was making it for me, I'd have been done a couple oh, months yeah. ago. <laughs> yeah, this is um, mm-hmm. But then just trying to get canopy mounts worked out figure out how to stick the battery on there so i do have canopy mounts working it's ever so slightly tail heavy with the canopy and the battery in the center but Mm, i don't think it's enough to be a problem and you can shift the battery around too a bit and make up for that okay yeah nice yeah it won't have a battery box so you can actually shift the receiver pack yeah, mm-hmm. there was there was enough difference in bolt layout between the two, with so the battery box doesn't really clear anywhere on the frame, so I couldn't make it work. So I just have a plate on the side with spacer, so you can strap the battery to it. I mean, does does it matter? Like, because I feel like it's so close to the center men- um, center shaft that like moving just like a little bit probably. Actually it doesn't much. make a, a big yeah. difference, but you can so. slide it a bit towards the nose, and that helps a bit, kind of thing, you know. Um, talking about the front end, 
full size throttle servo, mini throttle servo. Um, same as the nitro. Optional, like the nitro. Yeah, they they have the two different plates you can put mm-hmm. on it, full size or mini. Maybe full size or will mid-size. help. Mid size. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm running on full size. I think Tom, are you running on mid size? Mini. 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 Yeah. Yep. You could have just build it without a canopy, and if people ask for canopy, just tell them to quit being a wuss. Tom will tell you I was very close. That would have been one option. (laughs) (laughs) So I spent about... (laughs) Like, this is a helicopter for a real man. (laughs) I a couple weeks trying to get that to line up right, because it's... Like, the reference points I was using didn't work, so I wound up just kind of, like, sticking it on, sticking the canopy there and seeing where it fit. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. I was very close to telling people, you don't get a canopy. (laughs) (laughs) No canopy for you. But I did make it work. I don't. I didn't think there was going to be that much of an, an interest because, I mean, quite honestly, it's it's not cost effective. If you were to no. buy a raw, raw electric no. kit, and then you buy all the nitro bits for the front, yeah, and then I you can. have to go buy the the conversion frames, you're looking at almost on the same level of uh, cost wise uh, as a Diablo nitro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it, it's basically the same thing as the Kraken Nitro because you yeah. buy an electric kit right, and then you buy right. the all the nitro bits to go in it. So you're yeah. uh, you're talking. Fourteen, fifteen hundred dollars for that. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, there were there were people people asking for it already. Talk to a lot of people that are like, "So when can I get one?" <laughs> so, I think also if you know if you have like a black nitro that you might not be flying anymore, and you have a whole you know, and you have a raw electric, like you pretty much have most of the components right there. Right, you know, you're you buying buy a fuel tank. tank. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, tank some spacers. I mean, you know, maybe some of those. Um, the way that the tank mounts, right? You need those arms. Of, yeah, I love how SAB uh, makes you buy each individual tank spacer and mount. <laughs> do they? I haven't looked yeah. up that part. I didn't think and that's then, the part that. Well, they do learn that from anyways. synergy. I the, the synergy business model for sure. And then they used to on the black nitro give you if you buy the tank, you got the whole assembly. Yeah. Now, now you got to buy the little nipple separately. Yeah. Oh, you don't get the nipple. You don't get that. Oh, wow! No, you got to buy the uh, the uh, the clunk and all of that all separately. Interesting. Yeah. So I I actually made a, a parts list that I sent Dan and said, well, if you feel like uh, if somebody has any interest, show them the parts list and the cost, and then if they're still interested, then maybe you can, <laughs> you know, that'll be the good uh, gauge on whether they want to. Uh, Really yeah, go for yeah. it or not? Right, it's worth yeah. your time to get more frames cut. Yeah. Um, who's doing the cutting for you? Are you doing the frame cutting yourself? You yeah. So all the cutting thing? so far, I've been doing myself. Um, Oof. I got a stepcraft. Been cutting frames on that. It's been nice. an interesting learning experience making that work. Uh, I thought you were uh, going to say you'd gotten really good with a Dremel. <laughs> right. <laughs> he just has jigs for everything. Every I mean, hole has well, a jig. <laughs> so I, I have cut carbon on my mill before, but uh that works for straight lines. Yeah. I can do squares. What you can't you can turn both squares. handles and make nice curves? Not so much, no. Uh, amateur. Yeah. It's crazy how that happened too. We were just talking about man. What if we just that'd be really easy? All we needed is just cut frames, and he was like, "Yeah." And we, I mean, everything else is OEM parts. And like literally, a few days later, he messaged me. He goes, um, "Well, I did a thing." <laughs> <laughs> like 
the hell are you talking about? And he sends me a screenshot of a uh, uh, purchase order for a Stepcraft. And I was like, holy crap. <laughs> oh, damn. I was like, okay, you're in it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Um, well, well, I'm sure people are asking, like, why would anybody want this? Because SAB already makes a, a raw nitro. And as everyone yeah, knows, everything so, they do is perfect and amazing. So why change it? <laughs> so basically, all engineering is a compromise. And I wanted a different compromise. Um, they were really shooting for the lightest nitro and i mm-hmm. i'm pretty sure they got it mm-hmm. um i i think it's a couple ounces under the protos and the logo and whatever else um but uh depending on how you fly bearings don't last mm-hmm. um or you know i've had some issues with the tail hubs just kind of whatever they glue them together with separating Right. Which makes a real fun noise if it happens in flight. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so it's it gets you some beefier components, so it'll hold up to some more abuse. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if you have the electric, and you fly the electric, and you like the electric, and you want to keep spares, mm-hmm. the nitro shares basically nothing with right. the, the 700 electric. Um, so if you do this suddenly all your crash parts are the same right yeah that's a you know? great point yeah yeah so or you just want to try something different you know i just wanted to see if i could do it just and i could yeah and it flies good so do it just because you can yeah but, but i like the way yeah. you you brought up the point that everything's a compromise you can't go ultra lightweight and be mm-hmm. super strong it's the yeah. same as you can't be. The super, weight's got to come out yeah, of somewhere. You can't be super strong and be ultra lightweight. It's just impossible, basically. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it it's all a balancing act, mm-hmm. and you know, for most people, the nitro is going to be fine as it is. Right. I just wanted something a bit different. Mm-hmm. Well, that's cool. I mean, that's it's part of uh, modeling as well as modifying, changing, improving redesigning i mean it's something we all like to tinker with so. yeah it's all started because i want to cut clutch bells mm-hmm. <laughs> do liners <laughs> <laughs> so is, is this something yeah. that is going to be available for sale like will it be a, a website or some how to get a hold um, of i don't think it's going to be anything as fancy as a website um message you I'm, and say hey I give me that a, yeah uh, yeah, pretty much that. Um, the, I'd prefer uh, not to cut them myself, so I'm talking as uh, RJX. finalizing the model and then talking to RJX about cutting frames. Yeah, that'd work good. Uh, so it'll cost whatever it costs. I haven't checked with them yet. Right. How much would it cost for a, you know, a Dan handcrafted set of frames? Um, <laughs> with your name engraved in it. Oh, the engraving's extra. Oh, How much I, you got? I assume it would be, but it'd be <laughs> extra cool. No, it, it'd be in the hundred dollar range, somewhere around oh, there. That's not bad. Yeah. I'm I'm not really looking to make money on this. I just want to, you know, yeah, just get oh, that's a piss poor business plan, dude. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, I I really don't want it to be more than a hobby. Because I'll give I'll give you a little secret. Sense. If if you say I just want to make you know a reasonable amount of money, you will actually not make any money. So if you start out saying oh, I don't want to make any, oh, I'm, you'll I'm lose I'm never going to make money. money on this. I, I, I spent four grand on a stepcraft. I'm not making that back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh. No, I, I don't want it to be a business because when it's a right. business, no, it stops I, being I fun. know. I'm just aggravating. Yeah. So. yeah. Well, so, that's cool. Tom, what's a little up? quiet. I want to get you talking a little more. So, what's your involvement as you know, as far as like, have you been doing a lot of R and D with him? You've been kind of testing this, just been flying and beating it up and seeing if it works. I just threw a bunch of shit at him and whatever stuck and whatever mm-hmm. he used and he took and ran with it. Um, he and kept then, bugging me until it happened. Yeah, basically. <laughs> like as soon as he so he so you could get a set. Yeah, as soon as he as soon as he showed me, see he messed up. As soon as he showed me that step craft order, so I was like, mm-hmm. oh, it's on, it's now on now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's on now. Like done yet? Are you done yet? Are you done yet? <laughs> <laughs> so would you say you're the prime motivator? Um, one with the cattle prod yeah. poking Dan to keep him going. <laughs> I'm just a good friend and really help, you know, enjoy helping. Um, hey, Blair. Well, you know, positive encouragement. I give him, yes, I give him motivation to spend <laughs> a lot of money to make stupid a lot of stuff. Time. I mean, we a all do that time. with each other, don't we? I mean, we convince yeah. each other to buy new helicopters all the time and fly these things. I'm good at it. I'm good at starting projects, and Tom is good at bugging me to finish them. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> hey, sometimes it takes a motivator. I'm terrible at finishing projects as well. Just ask team. But it, but it happened pretty quick after he got the uh, stepcraft in. He got it set up. He made some mm-hmm. test cuts on ABS. Made some adjustment, and then you know he was like, "Well, this is it, and do or die." And I don't know. He stuck a frame in, or you know, a carbon piece in there, and started cutting. You know, and then it dropped steps and locked up the motor because I didn't have it aligned properly. (laughs) Oh no! Oh no! I got halfway around the perimeter of the first frame, and it just went. Crash! (laughs) Yeah, and then it wasn't making the whole size properly. Yeah, so. That was the whole learning experience with the Stepcraft, trying to figure yeah. out how do I get this to do what I need. But once he got it, though, um, I got, you know, he sent me a set of the frames and I put it on and everything lined up perfectly. I mean, it's, nice. I mean, just because all the parts are OEM, mm-hmm. literally, like everything just assembled just like any other SAB like kit, kit did. Yeah. Uh, there was no, no hiccups. There was no uh, trying to like fit and force things to fit right. everything just lines up um only other thing that i would say was a little bit of a pain is because on the engine mount in between the frames you got two sets of spacers now you got a set of spacers between the engine mount and the upper frame and then you got another set of spacers from the upper frame and the the lower frame mm-hmm. of the front so it's tricky getting two spacers with one bolt yeah. going through Remember and then lining it up, up. With the engine. Mm-hmm. yeah i mean yeah. That was and probably I, the only yeah, tricky part. Based but, on that, I actually changed how that works. Um, yeah. So it's a couple pieces of carbon now instead of just loose spacers. Um, mm-hmm. So you can actually like stick one end in, get it lined up, and then swing the other end down, that kind of thing. And the, um, the engine mount, instead of putting 
spacers on both sides. I put a thicker spacer on one side. Um, so it, the, the engine sits off center a little, but it's a lot easier to get everything lined up because you're only messing with one spacer there. Nice. That's a good idea. Um, yeah. How many iterations um, or changes have you done over? Um, I think I have three or four sets of ABS frames mm-hmm. that, you know, just try stuff, see if it works, Locked try up, stuff, yeah. see if it works. And then yeah. I think in carbon, I've cut five sets. Five sets, okay. Tom are they identical, too? Left and yeah. right sets are identical? Or uh, oh, yeah, left and right is identical. Okay. Um, and how thick carbon using? Same, like? 2.5. Two and a half mil, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Same as the electric head. Mm, yep. Awesome. Cool. I I like that little post that you guys did because uh, Enrico did a post of like all the raw oh, yeah, drive trains all- and everything. <laughs> and I don't know if it was Tom. That was all Tom. And you guys did like here's the raw nitro HD. <laughs> yeah, I got bored one day and I and I saw Enrico post and I was like, hmm. I wonder if he would get mad if I just went and photoshopped <laughs> the HD in there. So I made it and I sent it to Dan and he started cracking up. He was like, uh-huh. post it, post it. And I was like, all right, I'll post it. Yeah. And some people actually mistaken it for, oh, they're bringing out another model, WTF. Oh. <laughs> so I had to jump in real quick and be like, no, that's, that's oh, yeah, a, it's yeah, a joke. Yeah. This is HD. This, you know, oh, yeah. I had to kind of explain. And then they're like, oh, okay. Because they're started, starting to jump on the bandwagon. Of, Man, how many models are you gonna, you guys going to drop? SAB, blah, 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 blah. And I was just like, well, that's my fault. Sorry. Sorry, Enrico. Have you, have you had anybody, any negative reaction or comments yeah, from anyone? Any... Well, well most of the questions. But I'm just curious if anybody's had something to say. No, I think most of the question is why. Right. Uh, and... and and my explanation, I mean, don't get me wrong, the, the production uh, Nitro flies really good because it's it's so much smaller and, and well, the, it's lighter. Um, yeah. But it's so components. It's the older 700 size components and stuff, yeah. Yeah, and um, there's, I know every crash is different. I mean, I've crashed it multiple times and um, there's a time where I buried it pretty hard and like, there was almost no damage. It's just some skids and blades. And there was one instance where I came in with an auto, and it was kind of like a sliding auto, and I was kind of just slightly off angle. So the skid kind of tipped it. Mm-hmm. And I mean, yeah, it caught. And um, I mean, the blades were pretty much almost stopped. It was at the end of the slide, and it just literally tipped over. Um, at initial glance, I was like, oh, yeah, no problem. Just fold the blades back out and then, you know, I'll fill it up and go again. Well, when I brought it back to the table and started looking at it more, uh, I was noting, noticing way more damage. Uh, like the swash plate, it's a 580 swash, and you got 700 blades, so there's a lot more momentum there. Well, the swash bent, and I can, like, clearly see it. Um, the grip arm on... The grip, actually, the bolt, the M4 bolt actually ripped the threads out of the actual grip arm. Mm-hmm. So, wow. So I had to replace an entire grip arm, and so you know, it was, it was really surprising that you know something, such a slow tip would do that much damage. But that was kind of the point where, you know, we kind of looked. Initially, when it was released, we were 
we were pretty excited about it. But we started noticing, you know, like the compromise you guys were talking about. If you go really light, you know, there's the beefiness isn't going to be there. Right. That means, you know, the strength on certain things aren't going to be there, you know, at the same time. So, <clears throat> it, you know, it was just one of those things that it was an idea. I was like, man, that'd be really cool. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't take much. It'll be just like the uh, the Kraken Nitro, just some frames. You get throw some nitro parts on there, and it'll be a flying uh, hellion. And um, it just really, it, it, I mean, it really ended up very surprisingly well. Like the helify is really good. Mm-hmm. It's it's. I think I looked back on all my weight pictures, and when I weighed this, the HD, um, completely built, ready to fly, except fuel. It was. It came in around the same weight as the Protoss Nitro, which the Protoss Nitro was fairly light. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was. Um, it was very surprising. And another thing that really helps with this helicopter is that uh, the production Nitro, the blade bolt to bolt head spacing, it's like 145 millimeters. Right. Well, the electric raw is like 180 ish mm-hmm. millimeters. You get a bigger so disc. Yeah, you gain in disc also, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. the the weight gain is very. Uh, it feels very negligible yeah. because you got a large disc. Right. Yeah, that's cool. You don't you don't actually realize how much things are are bigger because you just think, oh well, the gearbox, but it's grease bath gears, whatever. But then when you look at the main shaft, which means the main shaft bearings. And then the head right. is bigger, and then the spindle is bigger. So you got bigger radial bearings, bigger thrust bearings, bigger grips. Mm-hmm. Everything's just yep. bigger, yep. stronger. Yeah. Mainly the the shafts and, and the bearings. Yeah, right? like those are the main things mm-hmm. that I've noticed that would be bigger, that would matter more, right? Of your wear and tear and maintenance, and mm-hmm. and of course crashing and impacts, right? So, um, it makes sense. Yeah. It really does. Well, I mean, the electric was also. It's been out for. What a year or over a over year? Over a year now, yeah. And yeah, January, and it's 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 proven to be pretty robust. When the nitro version was initially released, I know a lot of people had problems with that two and a half millimeter bolt that bolts the um, the bell crank, the tail bell crank in the back, mm-hmm. yeah, the snapping off. <laughs> or yeah, the two mil bolt. It was two mil. That's why. Yeah. Um, you know, and just you know, it goes back to the same point. You start making things really light. You start compromising on right. strength, so right. it, you know, like Dan said, it's a it's a fine balance, right? What do you really want? Do you want a really light flying machine? You can go that way. Just don't expect things to survive crashes, yeah. like you know something that's a little more beefy. Or, yeah, or even super aggressive flying, like, and it's probably not for everyone. Like for the way I fly and stuff, the production one would be perfectly fine unless I plow it in. I'm sure it'd be fine, but I don't. I'm not aggressive. Sure. A more slow, yeah. smooth stuff. So, but if you are flying and very aggressive, and the the hard um, direction changes, I guess, and stuff, and the thing that really stress the the bearings, mm-hmm. or you hit the ground yeah. a lot, <laughs> yeah, one of those yep. things that or both. makes sense, or both, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you you hit the ground because you're flying so aggressive, yeah. What I like about it is the fact that, you know, it's, it uses a lot of parts from the electric. If I was to, I know it's a shock that I don't have a goblin, but, um, you know, I don't spoiler, know how to Florida. they snuck in 
the middle of the night. On a um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I definitely would go that route. I think if I had the nitro and like Andy said, you know, you you really plow it in because I like the fact that you know if I had you know a, an issue with one of them, I got parts that go to either model. Mm-hmm. I think that's. I great. guess that. I guess that point could go either way. If you have a five eighties, then you can use all your five eighty parts. No, you can't yeah, use those. Not, it, no, nope. it doesn't share with the five eighty either. There's no the like production model. Effect. Yeah, the grips and head and stuff are not all nope. the same. Nope. I think the tail grips are the same. Yeah, oh, I didn't realize and the tail that. Tail and the bearings and stuff are obviously the same. But that's about the extent of it. Place no. different, frames are different, the main grips are different. Um, yep. The head block might be the same. Yep, the head block's the same. Yep. But it's... Like I thought the entire head was stuff. the same. It's not... Nope. No, um, they, they, no, they, they okay. put bigger blade grips to fit the... Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, mm. yep. And I mean, in a general way, too, Like I think that uh, all the stuff that the guys over the last couple of years that I've seen, and I, you know, I'm, I'm you know, outside looking in a lot of the times, and but, I mean, you got... You know, Scott Graham did some work on the, what was it, the Kraken Nitro, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Well, he and, uh, it, yeah. Just stuff like that. And was it, uh, who did the Glogo? Bobby Watts? Or who was um, that? The, Kyle Dahl. No, Kyle, Kyle Dahl. Dahl. Right. Uh, yeah. And, you know, that's what's cool about the hobby, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. People deciding yeah. this should exist and then it shows up. Right, right. right. No, I think where it's else cool. can yeah. you, Where else yeah. do you see that? You really don't see that too many other places because it's either way too beyond somebody's range to do that and uh yeah. no it's just great it's great that you guys are taking initiative and doing something like that i think one of the cool parts uh, about this conversion is that besides like the side frame and maybe some spacers like you're saying this is like off the shelf order from goblin helicopters order from bk hobbies a main doesn't matter heli direct you know, like these are part numbers you can order today and and you know replace. Right. You know, yeah. like yeah. You know, like like let's say for my gas conversion, right? Like my gas conversion, yeah. Like I'd have to go back to Kerry, get that. Like you know, there's only one source. If he's out of it or he hasn't cut frames or you know, like JC Designs out of it or stops making it, like that's it. You know. Mm-hmm. So I do like that. There is this like this this additional flexibility you have with this this you know this uh, helicopter plus you know with the with the updated not updated with the bigger shafts and bearings you're gonna have to do less maintenance on the helicopter as well and we all know maintenance you know maintenance sucks yeah maintenance <laughs> sucks right like especially if you're a, like a type of person that gets decent amount of flights in and doesn't crash then maintenance becomes more of a thing for you because you have to like after a certain amount of flights, check your stuff and make sure things aren't falling apart. You know, mm-hmm. you know, maybe for the other folks that crash a lot, they just replace it when they crash, like because it's often enough, so it doesn't have to. You know, that's me. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was nice with the black nitro. I mean, I've that's probably my most abused helicopter. Um, uh, but as much times as I've crashed it, ran into things, dirt, you know ground everything that i've done to that thing i don't think i've bent the main shaft or a spindle yet it's 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 solid and you know having the 12 millimeter uh main shaft and and the yeah eight mil eight mil uh, spindle is it's it it's makes right. a huge difference it does. Um, yeah. so i mean it was kind of a no-brainer uh 
to go yeah. with the electric components. Uh, the boom, you know, you don't have to buy a carbon boom. Uh, it's you can you can stick to the the cheaper uh, aluminum boom that they have for it. And, I mean, if you really want to go Plus, carbon, you can get the KSC now. Right. Plus all the color options too, right? For the folks that like to have, like, you, you know, I think the picture behind you, if that had like an orange boom, like that'd be great for me. Like I don't need the canopy and I don't yeah. really need the canopy now, but I do like the difference of having like the front and back to have a little difference when I'm like pirouetting. So, sure, sure. you know, so yeah, that's cool too. Like you have all those stock options from Goblin for that. And then you can also still get the, um, like the 3d printed frames that what's his name is doing. Rob Cherry. Yeah. Rob yeah. Cherry. Yep. And that you would throw fit. those on. Yeah, yeah right? you would you would get the uh, nitro version. The nitro, yeah. Because it's the nitro uh, lower frames, and everything would line up just the same. Nice. Nice. Yeah, it's it's also neat that you're able to do everything with just some carbon. Like you don't have to have custom CNC parts yeah. in right. the clutch Learning or any of that kind of stuff. It's yeah, that, that right. was off the, the shelf. So that's that's really yes. nice as right. well. That was a big part of this actually happening. It's yeah. like the the more custom parts, the less likely it ever goes anywhere. Right. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's just just more work for you as far as the design work and doing R and D, right? Like cutting yeah. a, cutting a set of frames is one thing, but like if you have to do aluminum blocks or change transmission yeah. blocks and things, that's a lot of R and D, a lot of engineering work. That yeah. To be honest, yeah, that's just getting it done. <laughs> like. Yeah. Having a CNC yeah. to do just it, just the and all that. the amount yeah. of time it takes to design all that and everything. And it's just yeah. You guys, you guys seen the uh, nitro kit for uh, the Spectre V1, right? That Chopsy did. Mm-hmm. I missed that kit, yeah. but like I've seen what it looks like. It's yeah. that was a lot of work. There's but, a lot of custom bits in yeah, there. Like his entire yeah. clutch stack is custom. His motors yeah. are custom. It's right. there's a lot in that. Yeah, he I think like the last time he crashed it, it was like the last time he flew. Like you know, yeah. it's it takes him a while to rebuild it. Yeah, and, and it's awesome. But then, like, if you had something like that, and he's not doing parts or something, then you're just kind of screwed. Right. Yeah. Where I mean, yeah. if it's carbon, I kind of feel like most people have the ability to copy or make something, you know, down the road if they really had to out of carbon. Yeah. Whereas mm-hmm. very few yep. people can have the ability or the resources to have to m- aluminum CNC, you know what I mean? So it's yeah, yeah. I commend Chopsy for uh, designing and actually producing that kit. That was the amount of work that he put into that was yeah. just mm-hmm. <laughs> ungodly. Was he actually like selling yeah. the kit? Like I, I didn't know. He I, was, yeah, I think he sold a handful so. of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I I don't know that he's making any more just because the amount of effort that goes into like I think it's mostly the clutch on that the yeah. clutch stack on it because it's all there's a lot of machining to get a clutch belt like that yeah yeah I don't think any of his parts are off the shelf parts like yeah. the clutch the clutch bell everything he's completely like designed and cut and made CNC um, so. Yeah, I can't imagine that work. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. He did show interest in uh, the frames for the raw. Nice. So. Okay. Awesome. All right, you have any other questions, guys, about this? Yeah, but then I forgot them. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, Andy. <laughs> so, 
when is this going to be available for someone to contact you and order something? I mean, do you? I'm hoping soon. Um, You'll see it soon. It's almost ready. Yeah. So I need to cut one more set of frames to make sure I have everything lined up correct and then mm-hmm. get a uh, proof set back from RJX mm-hmm. to make sure it matches what I gave them and then it'll be ready. All right, uh, cool. Are you going to do like a first run, do pre-orders? Like what are you thinking your first batch might look like from RJX? I have no idea. I need to actually I'm talk to RJX and see like what that ordering process looks like, you know. Yeah. See how it's going to work. Yeah. So cool. I guess when I guess when that time hits, you'll let me know, and we'll put it in the news and announcements. Like, yeah, Dan's ready. Start <laughs> bugging him. <laughs> yeah. No, I'll, I'll let people know once I know, you know what it's actually going to cost. Go yeah, up to a fun fly on the East Coast and tell them you want some frames. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, Steve, you're gonna be at a chill out, right? Yes, sir. All right, you can take a pull on the HD. I think yes, you'll sir. like it. I think you'll like it. Cool. Yeah, I'm down. Oh yeah. Oh wait, wait. You're using a jetty, right? Yeah. You can fly mine with Todd instead if you want. <laughs> <laughs> you might as well get okay. used to that 16 IZ. You got one sitting there. You got like, yeah. By the way, I have both of those. Hey Steve, I'm gonna warn you. I've I've uh, flown his uh, 16 IZ. Uh-huh. Like if you just breathe on his collector stick, it'll, it'll drop. Like oh boy. just drop. Uh, I don't run a lot of floppy stick, stick guys. Huh? That's how yeah. Rybert had his setup. It was very. But then like. I ended up flying and I was like, hey, yeah, this is uncomfortable. I, I ended up giving the controls back to him. And yeah. He was he looked at it and he looked at Jay and he was like, here, Jay, you want to fly? And then Jay started <laughs> flying it and he just plowed it in. Oh, no, oh, no. Oh, he put the to... uh, the tail push rod went through the fuel tank. Oh, no. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So that's why I had a spare set of parts to go on the HD. There you go. Because <laughs> it didn't, it didn't get any of the, uh, the front part, right? The front part is all like the tail. Mm-hmm. Mm. So it worked awesome. out. Well, that's cool. All right. Sweet. All right. Uh, let's do the top ten shotgun round for. All right. All right. I'm gonna sit this one out. I'll let you guys uh, ask these questions. I want to go right. second. I'll go first. Uh, where are the questions? Ian disappeared. <laughs> Figures. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an idiot. <laughs> no, oh, okay, there they are. I had to wait for my shit to update. All right. Dan, pinch your thumb. Thumb, but a kind of hybrid. Okay. okay. Nitro or electric? Nitro. Oh, man. I really thought I had a different answer to that. (laughs) It's a surprise to most people. I already knew the answer to that, because when you listed off your fleet, you listed like 11 nitros and one electric. Yeah, Yeah, that's about right. All right. 500 and below, or 550 or bigger? 700. Yeah, we all knew that answer. All right, Dan. Uh, When was the last time you flew a fly bar? 
<laughs> uh, when I blew up the engine in my fly bar at uh, the fall pole at RCHO. Okay. Cool. Sport or 3D? 3D. Strap on or strap off? Strap. Uh, let's see. Coreless or brushless servos? I think everything I have is brushless. Okay. Fuselage style or pod and boom? Pod and boom. Uh, low head speed or all the head speed? All the head speed. Yes. At least on nitro. Okay, Dan, and the last question is Urcha or smaller events? Smaller events. Nice. You should just change that to Urcha or Urcho. Right. Didn't <laughs> oh. I say that? You're going to get people in trouble with that. I said that like six episodes ago, I think. Mm-hmm. That's what it should be now. We should add for Dan daylight or nighttime. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah the less you can see, the better. Canopy on, canopy off. I keep talking about that because the guy blew me away when when he was flying at night. No canopy. I mean, just barely could see the receiver LED. Uh And and uh, yeah, I mean, it was like pretty much night. It was like dusk, but you could I couldn't see it. I saw him do that at Dragonfly once. I'm like, how do you see that? That's when I met Tom. Yep. He's like, I can see the neo light. I was like, oh, okay. Right. You got the neo light on one side, and you got the glow igniter light on the other, so you can tell which way it's facing. Right. Uh, Damn! I think he's a bad or something. I don't know. He's got kind of a night vision. You need the sound from the nitro to tell where it is. <laughs> <laughs> he can tell from I mean, the tone a, whether it's pop in or pipe out. Yeah, <laughs> he, he did a flight over the uh, pond at um, Extravaganza, and it was oh just God. completely smoked out, and I couldn't see the helicopter. See I don't know how I he was see seeing it. it. I couldn't see it either. <laughs> There's one or two moments. Of Right there. I was like, oh, yep. Now I saw it. <laughs> I have to go yeah. into big air every once in a while to let it clear out. But then you're like up there. We're like, we can't see it either. <laughs> well, that, you just hold the elevator. It'll come back. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. All right. Uh, shall we move it on? Sure. Mm-hmm. All right. In tech tip. All right. Uh, for this week's uh, tech tip, um, I actually just picked them up today and uh, kind of started putting stuff in them, but I decided to pick up some of the 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 Sterilite um, uh, the shoebox containers. That way, I can kind of start organizing some of my spare parts because right now I've got those plastic drawers that you know you can get at like Walmart, and pretty much all of my my spare parts are at the bottom of uh, like a couple of those drawers. So it's like. Just to try to organize them out so I can, you know, know exactly where everything is. Um, I decided to pick up some of those, and uh, uh, Satinder was the one that kind of turned me onto that idea because he's got, you know, he's got shelves and he he has all of his shoebox containers on the shelves. Uh, the ones that I picked up today are uh, the the six quart um, shoebox containers. Is it doesn't have the locking lid? I mean, the lid just snaps on there. You know, nothing big. I think I paid, you know, maybe like three or four dollars each. Um, my idea is to um, not only put like spare parts in there for each individual model, but you know, power setups and stuff. You know, for you know future models that I'm going to be building as well. Um, 
And when it comes to like the bigger machines, obviously they've got multiple different sizes, uh, ranging from like the six quart, uh, I believe, up to like twenty something quarts. Uh, I didn't really look too much into it today. It's like I've been running all over and I've been busy with work and all that. So um, that's really the only tech tip I've got for today. So you put your shit in boxes? Is that your tech tip? Yeah. Hey, I like the boxes. <laughs> I have one of those full of blown up nitro, uh, nitro motors. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I got a box for OS motors. Um, I, I use something like that, but I use the ones that have like the locking tops that also are like stackable. Like the top itself yep. has like a base that can like stack for the next one. Um, the one I have for like my certain like 700s are huge though because like to fit like a frame side in there. Oh, um, what yeah. I've actually started to do is just, just put them on the wall. Like, I have um, not a wall, but a shelf, I guess, like a storage shelf up top on my garage. And I just put yeah. a whole bunch of row of hooks, and I just hook all my parts on there. Because um, they all, you know, like the goblin parts especially, they all come in like little baggies, like, you know, to the paper, um, the cardboard uh, things to hook them on. So, yeah, I just hook them up there, um, at least new parts. Yeah, like, right. And it's like, I don't have a garage or anything like that, so it's like, I kind of got to settle for oh, something yeah, different got, yeah. um but as far as like booms and stuff like that um anytime i've gotten like you know spare blades while i was at the old house i hung them up downstairs in the basement you know on the wall or whatnot but like here i had to figure out some i like everything else like that um I, i've got like kind of a storage area that i you know have I like have boxes and stuff in. yes and then you just hang the blade back up that's what i do now i put you all my blades blade. in there. oh for real yeah and then you put that blade bag, and yeah. it has like a nice handle on top. Just hook it right onto a that random heli blade yeah. bag. Yeah. It's a nice piece of kit. It really is. You can, That's you, something you, can you should like, man. Yeah, yeah, you can put like four sets of blades and like mm -hmm. how many tail blades Tons in there because of both sides. Yeah, it, it's like side. eight sets of tail six. blades or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You have a ton of room. It, it's yeah. really convenient. Mm -hmm. You have a ton of blades in that. I like the boxes because I can just chuck them all in the trailer to bring them to do events with me. Mm -hmm. Hell yes. And it doesn't really take up a whole lot of room unless it's like, you know, that's all tail booms, blades. I mean, that stuff, that's going to take up room anyway. Yeah. But the small stuff, definitely. Yeah. And one thing I used to do with the boxes was print out labels. And then I, I was like, this is stupid because... You know, you're always changing stuff, and what I use now is just that blue painter's tape and a Sharpie, man. little piece of that yeah. on the front, and right on what's <laughs> in the box, done. Sharpie on the lid with what brand of parts are in it. And yeah. yeah. I usually put stickers in a brand or something, and sometimes I'll write on the box stuff. I don't care. Yeah. how I was talking with uh, Centender one night. It was one of those, uh, you know, it just kind of strayed away from, like, uh, discord and we we were just like talking on like facebook messenger and he was showing me like his setup he's got one of those uh plastic you know shop shelves that you can find you know the you know the stanley you know kind of shelves you find at like walmart and he's got all of his just stacked up on there he can just look right in there and see exactly what he's got and of course his uh his containers you know or you know it's got the where you can see clean through it and see what is exactly in there and he just grabs it. I mean, he doesn't even have it labeled. And it's like whenever he uh, gets in like an airframe, he breaks it all down and puts it in those containers. So it's like he's got 
he's got everything right where he needs it, and he's actually got quite the setup as far as you know his shop area. Nice. I just walk into Shannon's trailer. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I need one of these. Yep. Awesome. Cool. All right. Uh, let's move to news and announcements. All right. Let's do some news and announcements. Okay. What do we got here? Well, we've been talking about the chill out. I think we mentioned it last week or the week before, mm-hmm. but it's next week, the 25th through the 27th. And they've been working on the field, making improvements. They've got an, yeah. another shelter now, and they've closed in mm-hmm. part of it. Looks like they're adding lights. And there'll be heat yep. in there. Should be a good time. Yep. Uh, if you uh, good so far, if you have a trailer you're planning to bring, make sure you have talked to Leslie already. Yeah. If you mm-hmm. haven't talked to yeah. Leslie, then don't bring not a trailer. Really. <laughs> yeah. 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 It is not a big field and. They're trying to make sure there's space for everybody. Yeah. Yep. Awesome. Yep. I think everyone, well, maybe everyone doesn't know, but Chill Out is at the world-famous RCHO field, 604 Three Sisters Road, Nightdale, North Carolina. Disneyland. They have a Facebook page. (laughs) Check it out. (laughs) It's cool. It's a really great club. Good folks. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, they they've done a lot for that field. Mm-hmm. They have. Yeah. Oh yeah. I remember the first time I went down there, and like how much smaller the field actually was, especially on the right side, mm-hmm. because they they cut all that down. Like they they did a lot of uh, the parking lot was a lot bigger now. Like they've made improvements for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, big generator and all this other stuff, like additional lighting and stuff. So. Slowly but surely, Jay and the guys at RCHO are really making improvements. Yeah. Guys and girls. Yep. Yeah, and that's the other thing you should mention. You know, get to meet Eric Shue and Jay Treadway. That's true. Yeah. And Dan Murnane and Tom and Shin. Dan, Tom Shin. I mean, all these guys. You don't want to scare people away. Well, yeah. if I wanted to scare people away, I'd say Rob Cole would be there. Yeah, Robin, <laughs> uh, whatever. Robin and, and Erica might be there as well. Yeah, you never know. <clears throat> Never know. Things happen at RCH. I'll be there, and that's kind of scary. So that is scary. See me walking around at night, and like, oh shit, it's a Sasquatch. Oh shit, should we call somebody? It's loose. No, no that's me. just Andy. <laughs> somebody, put, somebody? somebody put him back still in the cage. Yeah, should we still call someone? <laughs> <laughs> Did he get out of his cage again? Awesome. So we saw a preview of a new Diablo Signature Edition. Mm. Nice. I said the first limited production will be released within two weeks. Wow. I didn't even really see much news about this. You I haven't seen any news. Small. I see a post on Facebook from Chuck Burt, which is um, Peak Aircraft, which is the North American distributor for Minicopter or Diablo's. He says this thing will have the option for a fifth servo. Everybody's trying to guess what it could be for. And I searched through and nobody could figure it out. He finally said what it was. It will have the option for a friction brake for the main rotor. For scale or I assume large sizes like 800 and up type situations. Uh, I thought it was going to have retracts. 
Yeah. So I'm curious. So what's the market like? He's marketing towards like scale helis or big helis. Like even an 800, do you need a brake to slow down like a 3D style 800 heli? You know. I don't know. I don't know why you would. Like, Maybe it's for people 880 who, uh, have a brake system. I don't understand. I usually why just walk up and let my shin stop it. Maybe yeah, it's for people who don't want to lean over an 800. You just do that weird, you know, lean over and get the head. Well, you know? not everybody has a seven foot reach like you do, Dan. Exactly. So, so, so some people that. need that uh, need that break to slow the blades. I mean, well, I probably got like a good a three and a half feet, <laughs> and I can I can do it. So I'm sure other people can't. Yeah, last time I tried that with my foot and I slipped and it wasn't good. <laughs> there you I go. don't know. I don't think. Well. Yeah, it. I mean, it really doesn't take that long to for blades to slow down, especially if you apply a full pitch one way or the other. But nonetheless, maybe. I don't know. I'm sure there's an application for it. Maybe it's for magnificent blade stops. Ooh. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nick Maxwell don't fly for Diablo no more, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 They're trying to tempt him back. Mm. Maybe. He don't need that. He can do it on his own. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was that the Nick Maxwell button or something? Like, they were going to market it as, like, do the blade stops that Nick Maxwell does. Maybe. Stop it real quick. Let's pull it back up. <laughs> I'm sure there's some other changes on this. I'm not familiar enough with them to know just from looking at the picture. The biggest one I see is they changed the boom mount and took the boom supports off it. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And then there's some uh, some tweaks with the head geometry. Okay. So the, the grip arms are going to be a one-to-one ratio with the swash and everything now. So Okay. So the last time I talked to Chuck, he, he told me about this. And I think to help... Um, drop production time. Mm-hmm. I think they're gonna not anodize the head black. It's gonna be raw aluminum. Okay. Okay. Um, and That's I think fine. they're they're moving away from the peak gear. I mm-hmm. if if I remember right, because you get an option now. Yeah. Okay. The, yeah. For the SE. Uh, yeah. So the last there's time I, a there's a couple cases where you'd want the peak, but most yeah. people just want the Delarin. Yeah. The, the last time I talked to. Uh, Chucky basically said that the anodizing and the peak gear were the two major uh, things that held up uh, like completing kits and shipping them out uh, in a timely manner. And he said it would cut down on uh, the the production time doing away with those two. So for idiots like me and Ian, what are peak gear exactly? Peak is a type of plastic. Okay. Um, it's more expensive. like a, it's more expensive than Delarin, but it has like higher tensile strength and impact resistance and heat resistance. I think is yep. the big thing. That's the big yeah. one, yeah. Um, so on like the Diablo speed, the peak gear was important because you're running, you know, eighteen thousand RPM and mm-hmm. twenty kilowatts through it. So it would it would just melt the Delarin, but mm-hmm. the peak gear holds up to it. All right. Okay. There's a different type of plastic. Yep. Yep. Fancy, expensive plastic. Cool. Nice. Yeah, so, um, you know, keep your eyes out for that. Yeah. Looks cool. Looks like they've changed the frames a little bit, opened it up so you can see what's inside. So mud can get inside easier. (laughs) (laughs) Pack it full of mud. (laughs) Awesome. 
All right. What else do we got? Uh, I don't have anything else. And I actually put effort into looking this week, so I don't know what's going on. I think it's just the whole time of year. I guess. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Come springtime, I think we're going to start hearing more things buzz popping. Yeah. Um, there's some some buzz popping about some big announcement Maniac's going to be doing. Oh, yeah? Yeah, and they're doing some giveaway with that. Uh, those. Uh, oh, yeah? What's Can you. Big news thing? Fill us um, in on that or anything? You got any news about that? I don't know the news, but I know that they're doing a giveaway that if you like. If you guess, there's two new things that's happening. If you guess one of them, you get like entered for a, a bag, like one of the lipo safe bags. Yeah. Or if you guess both of them, then you can you get entered in for a 12 s battery pack. Okay. Where do you go to R2 enter success? this or find it's out about be, it? Yeah, it's on Maniacs USA's Facebook page. You got to like their post about it and stuff. So go look on their Facebook okay, page cool. and it should show up there. Um. But yeah. So. Um, all right, let's move it up. What's next for you in the hobby? Who wants to go? What's next for me? What's yeah, next yeah. for you, Andy? Well, I want to give a big shout out. I mentioned those uh, bump tags I got. And uh, Brandon Lee had put this post on Facebook with the link to jagrcjag-rc.com. And uh, our buddies John Titus and Jimmy Tate both tagged me in this post, like almost at the same time. I guess they had mm-hmm. listened and knew I was looking for these. Mm-hmm. Um, so big shout out to those guys for giving me the lead on those bump tags. As far as what I'm doing, uh, like I said at the beginning of the show, I got to get the camper ready. I got to finish building this heli. I don't think I'll fly. I might fly. Man, today was beautiful. If I wasn't so busy, I could, it was a beautiful day to fly. It's like 60 degrees, no wind, full sun. Nice. Yeah, it was beautiful, and I was in a tractor the whole time. <laughs> but oh, anyway, yeah, is what it is. So that's all I'm in is this full prep mode for next week. Get to the chill out. Yeah. What about you, Steve? Me? Let's see. Yeah, I plan on flying this weekend, but I don't know. I think the wife has some plans for this weekend. We'll see. <laughs> but um, the plans may or may not include me. If they do include me, oh, I might not go flying. But if they don't, that means all I'm going to do this weekend is go flying. <laughs> so we'll see how which way it goes. <laughs> but um, other than that, um, I'm waiting for my parts for the, the raw. Um you know, got to give it up to uh, Kyle. Hashtag card on file. <laughs> I put that order in. On, so what, what, what day was it? Okay, so it happened Sunday. I put that order in Sunday night. Monday morning at 9.30, I get a notification from my bank saying, your BK order has been processed for blah, blah, blah dollars. I'm like, ah, cool, my order's in. <laughs> but yeah. Nice. So you just rang it up and uh, yeah. So I should be getting those parts hopefully this week. Um, cool. Hopefully by the time this podcast comes out so I can fix my holiday for the weekend. If not, I have um, my Black Nitro I can bust out or the... Uh, I still have to work on the 580. So yeah, no, really the Black Nitro is the only other Nitro I have. So yeah, I need to get some... Uh, I need to get that going. Maybe maybe I'll strip down the 580 while I'm at it since um, 
Like I said, I only have one flying nitro, and I don't like that. Not a good thing. Mm-hmm. So. Um, yeah, that's about it. Let's see. What about you, Kevin? I got two weekend days coming up that actually look pretty good. Saturday and Sunday. Cool. Like, like we play both kinds of West. We play both kinds of music, country and Western. <laughs> I got <laughs> both days coming up, Saturday and Sunday. And, uh, yeah, they both are good. So I might go flying one day, two days, who knows? We'll see. Cool. I also, I also might start putting together that other 690 that Rob sent me. Mm-hmm. Not sure. We'll see. Might as well. Yeah. 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 Or at least go over it and maybe rebuild everything in components or module-based, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that'd be a good idea where you could just grab... Like, if you crash yours, you can just grab a tail or grab a head or grab whatever. Head, main shaft, everything. Yeah, just pop right on. have it back together really quick. Yeah. Yep. And that's about it, man. Maybe print something. I don't know. Cool. What, what about you, Ian? Um, let's see. Um, going to be on Discord, as always. Um, and then the weather's supposed to be kind of crappy for, like, the next couple days. And then it's supposed to improve like closer to the weekend. So I'm hoping that it stays like where they're forecasting it as far as uh, Saturday and Sunday. I think they're talking like 40s, 50s. So uh, I'm going to get to the field and uh, fly on my only day off this week other than today. Um, I was initially going to plan for like Friday and Saturday off. That way I can get two days and just chill, you know, get get a few things done around the house or you know, just kind of relax a little while. No. So I went ahead and signed back up for Friday, and then I'm still taking Saturday off. Um, other than that, there's nothing really special going on over here. I'm going to try to get some flights in, though. All right. Sweet. Cool. All right. What about you, Dad? Yeah, so going to be trying to keep pushing forward, getting the uh, Nitro HD wrapped up, and then chill out next week. What days are you guys showing up for the chill out? Uh, probably Wednesday night. Okay. Sweet. How about you, Tom? I'll probably be coming in like Thursday night. Okay. Well, I Either was Thursday night or Friday morning. I was going to go Thursday morning, but if Dan's going Wednesday night, I'm going to go Wednesday morning so he doesn't get my spot. Oh, ho, ho. That's going to be a race for the RV spots. <laughs> Awesome. All right. Yeah, it should be there Thursday, so it would definitely get chill Thursday to do some flights. Oh, yeah. Cool. Yeah, cool. Awesome. Um, cool. What about you, Tom? What's, what's before your chill out? What do you got going? Um, I'm probably going to just not mess with helis and save my crashes for chill out. <laughs> I'd hate to uh, have to rush order parts to try and slap yeah. it all back together. You really shouldn't fly the weekend before a fun fly. Um, yeah, don't be shaggy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or Alex Fredrickson. <laughs> <laughs> don't be either one of those guys for many reasons. But is he the first one to crash the uh, 580 raw? As far uh, as I know, yes, he's the first I've heard. I think he buried it pretty good too. Yeah, he's gonna be waiting a little bit for parts as well. <laughs> Ouch! Right before your local club's fun flight too. And that was a good pilot, man. He can fly. Yeah. Awesome. 
Cool. All right. Um, is that all of us, right? That's it. Okay. Yeah. Listen to our pipeline. All right. We have a couple. Let's see what okay. we got here. Yeah, right? <laughs> Do I need to hold my ears? Yeah, maybe. Might help if I unmuted the channel. Okay. Yeah, debatable. <laughs> so I was listening to you guys' latest episode here, and there's one thing that I think you didn't mention on the help stuff. The one thing that bothers me the most is when you spend so much time setting up somebody's transmitter and then you hand it back to them, everything's just like they want it, blah, 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 and you walk away, five minutes later, they're back in there, you can hear them beeping, scrolling through everything, changing the settings that you just went through. <laughs> anyway, turns me up. You guys be good. Yeah, I think that was Cliff. Thanks, Cliff. Yeah, yeah, that's a, a good point. Here's who, who uh, did that to him. <laughs> That's know. like those people that ask you a question, and then when you start to answer it, they walk away from you. That's <laughs> when you go, well, what the hell did you ask me for? That's when you're like, well, what the hell did you ask me to change anything I mean, for? If you're just going to change it, it back. It's the yeah. same vein, but I don't know if we talked about it last week or not, but somebody asks you something, and you, you give them excellent advice, and then they just go and do exactly opposite of what you said. <laughs> and then you blow start the shit up, the and they're question. like, well, I tried to tell you. Yeah. You start answering the question, and they start arguing with you. Yeah. yeah. Like, They're okay, not looking for do. the answer. Yeah. They're looking for confirmation of their answer. Right, right. right, right, right. But like, sometimes they're completely wrong. Yeah, yeah, but, but they don't care. <laughs> they want confirmation that, of their right. answer. So you're telling them something that's contradictory to what they yeah, think. that's so they're true. like, oh, well, fuck you. You don't know your shit. And they start walking. All right, go do it, dude. <laughs> yeah. well, I'm going to go hide behind these cars. You go do whatever. <laughs> I, I got... My cousin Vinny in my head when he's in, the, he's like, "Don't shake your head. I'm not done yet." <laughs> <It's> exactly <laughs> that. All right, let's see what this other one is about. Okay. Hey y'all, Jethro. Oh here. my god. Hey, in a friend of words with Andy and Minnie Pearl, how do? First time caller, guaranteed not to be a listener. Calling from a secure location in the deep south, south of Georgia, but not quite Frank Bordiello south. A few of my airplane guys in the local field were talking about your podcast. I love me some helicopters, but I never quite heard of the heliheads before now. So, hey, cheers to you. Uh, Got to get a few things off the chest, boys. I hear there's an uprising in our great nation where good men are arming themselves with blades and mobilizing to, uh, well, they call it the chill-out. It may not be too late at this point to say cease and desist. Got to call a few boys out on this uprising before things get out of hand. Jay Treadway, what are you thinking, man? The event meister organized necessarily a good man gone frozen. Scott Graham, Scott, Scott, what are you thinking, man? Stop it. For the love of the South, do the right thing, boys. Call it off while you still can. Eric Shue, you know, pour me a shot of tequila, bartender Eric. Use your Southern charisma, man, and stop this madness. Cliff Lewis. You'll probably make this a family affair and bring your lovely, impressionable daughter. No, Cliff, no, say it isn't so. Y'all got me so riled up. It's as cold as an ugly witch's ass in February in North Carolina. Rodney Clay, another good, upstanding American. What are you thinking, my good man? Rodney, call it off, man. Tell these guys. Tell them you just can't go through with it. And last but not least, imitated but never duplicated, Tom Shen. Tom, 
use your influence, man, with these guys and say, let's just move the chill out to say June. <laughs> what the hell, man? Yeah, I think that's who that was. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. What? What the what hell, the, man? What? What the that's hell, all. Man? That's all I've for that one. That was um. That was something. I forgot that this uh, country was born on revolutions. So, yeah. All right. Wow. That was a voicemail from Larry the Cable Guy. <laughs> I don't know. I all right, is that you. it? Yes, that is it. Okay. All right. Before we do the wrap up, uh, let's uh, see. Folks want to contact you, Dan. Be like, I want to put my name on the list. Here's PayPal. Here's my money. Mm-hmm. Let's do this. Uh, yeah, shoot me a message on Facebook. Um, Dan name. Dan Murnane. You're in the Hangout, too, I think. Yeah. Yep. You're in all the places. Friend requests I tend to just ignore unless I've actually met the person and remember meeting the person, but shoot me a message request. I'll see it. Cool. All right. How about you, Tom? Facebook would be the easiest way. Messenger. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think yeah. I'm on pretty much all of the uh, groups, I think, so... Post how much you hate Nitro on Nitro Nation, and uh, yeah. you'll get these was, two guys. I was just about to say, uh, <laughs> we did, we haven't really talked about it, but these are two of, I don't know, the biggest Nitro gurus that I personally know. So if you have Nitro questions, I'm sure they could help you out. I can tell you a lot of ways to blow up an engine. <laughs> I'll tell you what not to do. <laughs> 21 clicks lean. Yeah. There you go. Awesome. All right. Cool. Thanks for coming on, guys. Yeah. Hey, thanks for having yeah, us. Thanks, thanks guys. Thanks for coming on. Okay, time to wrap it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. All right, Facebook likes. We're at 1,396. That is plus zero new likes this week. Eat. Let's move it on to Facebook comments. What do we have there? Oh, Facebook comments are mm-hmm. equally as lame. Nice. There are none on the last episode, Oof. but I do have to call out a dude, Doug Witchin. Uh, I love that last name. Pretty awesome. Uh, Ian posted, uh, I heard sticker stickers add skill. Let's see where you put all your stickers. And I think we commented on uh, Rowdy Namiria and Greg Ringle, but uh, Doug actually posted a picture of, and this is a way to get our attention, a picture of his Oxy 5 with a sticker on it. Mm-hmm. A free fall RC podcast sticker and our podcast, uh, you know, in the background, uh, the uh, the live feed or the uh, the YouTube the feed or the feed. Yeah. recorded feed, yeah, of all of our pretty faces. Oh yeah, did I forget to tell you guys nice. that I record video and I release this on YouTube? That's what you, Tom and Dan, uh, yeah. So I wanted to say uh, thanks, Doug, for. Posting that. Yeah, awesome. Okay. That's it. Facebook listener posting? Sure. Yeah, we, we got one. Yeah. Are you asking me? I don't know. I'm asking I somebody. Know. I wasn't paying attention. Uh, I'm looking, and it looks like we do not have anything. The last thing still Steve Shaw. Yeah. So, all right. So does that mean Friday release? Mm. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> now that you mention it. <laughs> Saturday <Yeah>. morning. <laughs> I feel like President's Day. <laughs> One day. Like, what the hell? Tell me that. Okay. Um, now, what do we got next? Website comments. Uh, any, Andy? Yeah, we I don't know. have any any new website comments, I don't believe. Um Steve, I should shout out Stephen Hoover as well. Was the the listener that emailed me? And we were going back and forth about the bump tags. Um, so thanks, Stephen. I really do appreciate that. But uh, no, no email. Okay. All right, people. Podbean then. People. Podbean did save us this week. Uh, we got a bunch of things that were going on on Podbean. Can some dude named Tom Shin like our show 310 mm. times? <laughs> I didn't see it in the last seven days. I wanted to do it like 20 times, Tom. They wouldn't let me. They told me I had to stop after like six or seven. Oh, man. I want to just keep going. It's just too much clicking. I'm Tom Finger broke. Do that fa- yeah. family guy thing where you do a joke till it's not funny, but you just keep going till it gets funny again. <laughs> you know, it's kind of roll of the dice whether that happens, though. Yeah, but either, yeah. Way, either way, I would be entertained. So, fair enough. <laughs> All right, so Great Eagle Junior, like the episode one eighteen, Cal Stacy, Cal Stacy, Cal Stacy, uh, and he also liked episode three twelve. You don't have to help, but it helps. And so did Alan Jenkins, and so did James Kringle. What a nice Christmassy name that is, James Kringle. I don't know why, but mm. very, very Christmassy. Alan Jenkins also liked episode 311, Indecent Exposure with Jordan McFarlane. Helly Man liked episode 306, end of 2021, Are We There Yet? And 307, Here We Go Again. And WFAT MUTV started following us. Awesome. Fat Motiv. That motive? I don't know. That motive? Yeah. All right. All right. Podbean comments. <clears throat> now, I think a little while ago, I was like, ah, I haven't heard from Grey Eagle in a while. How I miss those days. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. <clears throat> Four days ago, Grey Eagle Jr., Help, 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 hi, karate chopper. Fool the gold that holds the foe. Dollar sign, dollar sign, at percent, at percent, at percent, at percent. Please think of the achievement. And that's the re- episode 312. You don't have to help, but it helps. And then respond to that episode again. One can only know applying reading or unable read of the Thyme Pokey de Hey Alexa for your Amazon book back W. And then he replies to himself, though so it says reply at Grey Eagle Jr. Weight is dead only if you lie down, hand me down lazy, uncertainty unacceptable. Only the thorn of wrist action of her pleasure will rotary noises in your basements. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Okay. Four days ago again. I, I'm going to have to use a pen. To count out how many times I have to say this. 
Carl Stacy, 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 Beetlejuice, 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 Shaggy, 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 Shaggy. What the hell, man? What the hell, man? Yeah. And that was the episode 118, Carl Stacy, Carl Stacy, Carl Stacy. Wow. And and then and then uh, yeah, four days ago, I guess he abridged himself to now Kyle Beetle Shaggy Fee. What that means? Um, okay, and two hours ago, so just recent, episode seventy nine for legendary Burt Camera. Swing that hammer, camera. <laughs> And that's all. That's all he wrote. That's all the eagle wrote. Thank God. That wasn't okay. That, wasn't that enough? <laughs> yeah. Damn. Uh. Seriously. <laughs> okay. Do we have any iTunes reviews? No. Nothing right, on cool. iTunes. What the hell, man? Sweet. Where's Drop us an iTunes review. We'll read it. Possibly email us a uh, Facebook. Yeah, all that fun stuff. Um, check up. Fellow podcasters, Hellyheads, Stellarotor, Skids Up, Inverted, all them fun people. I don't know if anyone else is doing them, but thanks to all the listeners. Thanks, Dan. Thanks, Town, for coming on our show. Appreciate thanks, guys. Time. We are Skies, and we'll see you next time. Thanks, guys. See you. Nicked or like we'll just put just yeah. use carbon and then put the carbon vinyl on top of it as an insulator and then when a, there's a hole rubbed in it you won't know. <laughs> I don't know what you're saying. You're just stupid at that point. You could do Delrin the carbon fiber on the top and then on the top of that a nice piece of plexiglass. So if that gets screwed up, yeah. you just replace the plexiglass. No, when people make fun of your carbon vinyl, you just peel it off and say, look at there, fuck you. You slap them in the face with it. Oh, I forgot to ask you, Dan. You got any other projects on the burner behind the this thing? <laughs> is it is it before? Is it before or after the whiteboard? <laughs> The whiteboard. I, I think he's working on. You ever so, see those those golf ball cleaners? He's working on that telly size. They so can just clean that helicopter <laughs> up one, one shot. I mean, you're the probably right, Tom, because data seems to piss a lot of people off. But it does. I, I like it. So does the truth. Yeah, the truth <laughs> and data makes everyone <laughs> mad. Truth. So. Exactly. Truth hurts. If I could make it up to chill out, I definitely would. Oh yeah, but dude. I don't think it's gonna happen. Cool. Shit, I wish I could make it. Well, I mean, if, a lot of fun. if you're wondering if you come on Saturday, Steve won't be there, so you, know, you won't have to deal with him. <laughs> yeah. Hoping, yeah. hoping that Andy won't be there until Saturday as well. <laughs> then you won't have to deal with him. Finding a camper, and then you know who's going to join in on it, and kind of thing. So it it's looking like so far it's uh, 
me, Keith, and Shaggy going in on the RV share because he's actually selling his camper. Well, don't tell people that. No one's going to want to go in that camper now. <laughs> no one's going to want to join you in that camper, seriously. No, hell no. At first I was like, well, you know, I mean, I know I only live an hour and 15 minutes away, but like... I want to crash there end. one night, but no, yeah, not now. But uh -oh. not, not now. Uh -oh. No, forget it. <laughs> Two Shaggies and one camper? Shit. Oh my god. <laughs> Shaggy and stereo. <laughs> so, almost, not that bad. Almost three Shaggies, honestly. Yeah, it's I 2. mean, 1. you're kind of the Missouri Shaggy, but Keith's almost like a Kansas Shaggy. Dan the Man and Shithead Shin. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Again, <laughs> terrible nickname. Terrible. Uh, I can see who's well liked of the group, uh -huh. and not so. Not me. <laughs> How about grinding gears with uh, Tom and Dan? No, okay. I already did one called grinding gears. What I'm grinds my gearing. gears? Yeah. Right now it's you, Ian, grinding my gears. Just say Dan's naturally low. <laughs> Yeah, he's, he's the authentic cool. experience. <laughs> well, we can't hear you. Don't understand what you're saying. We know you're saying something important, but we don't know what it is. Yeah, yeah. smiling nod. Like, I'm sure that's us. interesting and probably relevant, but I damned if I know what it was. I know Andy and I have discussed this at length, listening to certain podcasts. One of the most important things you can do with the hobby is to make. <laughs> and you're like, what? I've gone back and played the podcast back, and I'm like, what the frick did he just say? And I still can't figure it out. Yeah, make sure you put a thing. What? There's like a rendering, a 3D rendering of the Diablo SE. So it's a new model? Yeah, it doesn't Kinda. have... Doesn't I mean, have, as much as... Uh, yeah. It doesn't have, has anything new. It doesn't have boom support. Yeah. No boom supports. They tweak the head a bit. Open the frame up in a couple spots. Nice. Where do I find this? I linked it in chat. Oh. I put in Diablo SE and I got Lamborghini. <laughs> <laughs> You're lucky you didn't get something else. Yeah, I thought you really got something else. <laughs> No, nope, just Lamborghini. Oh, so wait, far. did Ian drop off? Oh, he's nope, there. I'm still here. Oh, okay. Just an idiot. Oh. oh, come on. Who doesn't have a laptop? I'm sorry. Did I not finish that sentence quick enough? <laughs> <laughs> Fifth servo will activate a friction main rotor brake, help for on the larger rotor diameters. Oh. But why? I don't know. If you're super impatient, I guess. Just kick they the blade. Like a six disc, yeah, for the uh, millimeter sizes. Like just tip it over, forever. kickstand it. It'll stop. For those random toddlers that run out onto the field. Yeah, I thought they always landed and tipped over anyway. That's how they landed. <laughs> well, what really happens is when you land, the landing gear spread eagle. <laughs> <laughs> the aluminum <laughs> landing gear just like. <laughs>
I'm like a, a Protoss. <laughs> well, the Protoss bounces back. Yeah. Yeah. The Diablo does not bounce back. Oh, oh that Protoss, you can flatten that thing all the fuck and then just pick it up and it's good as new. Yeah. That was the shit for learning autos. I did get you to yell at me one time when we were recording. Who, me? Yeah. Wow, what were you doing? We were talking about the like a 380 goblin roll, and I said, well, they call that the mic roll. And you were like, <laughs> would you just shut up? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I was just kidding. Uh, no, I'm sure uh, you were. 